The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Right now, I am so busy preparing, packing, praying for my trip to the Philippines on Monday. My mission in the Philippines was extended for another week so that I don't have to go back this year. I will be ministering in addition to my original schedule. I will also go to the southern part of the Philippines and minister and empower hundreds of high school students that is in the Sarangani province and other outlying areas in the General Santos City area. There are a lot of leaders there that are called by God that have been really praying to God for them to have this training. And they were not able to make the Baguio Conference because that is already full. So March 13th, Friday, I will be holding a meeting, a leadership training in General Santos area. We're still looking for the venue. And then Saturday, I will be spending a day with the ministry team or the whole afternoon with the high school students and some college students to empower them, and God is going to move. So if you are listening and you wanted to attend, you need to reserve a seat for the Friday leadership training because seating is limited. And please pray for me. And also for those of you here in Texas, pray for me. And if the Lord is leading you to sow a seed, I really will welcome it. We need it. My expenses for this trip was increased by 35% because of these two last-minute events. They are so important so that I don't have to go back. And I don't want to miss this opportunity because there is so much hunger for the move of God among the young people all over the world and now the Philippines. So to my dear brothers and sisters listening to this program, Obey God and give cheerfully. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click Donate. Again, it is SOGMI.org and click Donate. This is a good seed, not just for us individually, but also for our great state and our beloved country. I'm expecting a bountiful harvest for this mission trip for all of our seeds and that God will continue to pour out His Spirit upon the young people here in the United States of America, here in North America. The theme for the Youth Empowerment Conference is Destined for Greatness. And for the three-day conference is Empowered to Empower, so that after this training, they can go ahead and take the helm and empower others. Amen? It is a great seed. I really, really expect God to move on these trainings. 
and I will be sharing with you some of the highlights when I get back. Glory to God. For the partners and members of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, this trip to the Philippines is our seed and also our offering as an expression of gratitude for what the Lord Jesus is doing in our country. And we expect that he'll continue to uproot the wickedness in our government in every sector of society. Praise the Lord. God is so merciful to us here in North America, especially United States of America. And I know and believe that one of the reasons why is because we, the body of Christ here in the United States, are still the chief financiers in preaching the gospel all over the world and in making disciples. So we do our part, this ministry, this radio program, we do our small part. And it is an honor and privilege to minister to his people all over the world. That is one of the good news. Last Sunday, I released a prophecy for the United States of America and to the churches all over the world. As the nations all over the world are harvesting what they have sown, whether good or bad, and as the whole world is experiencing upheavals, pestilence, flooding, earthquakes, wars, and rumors of wars, in this decade, it is harvest time for the body of Christ. While the whole world is in a great state of upheavals, the body of Christ will experience a season or a period of plenty, of much abundance. We'll experience His presence, His glory, His blessings. We will have a clarity and an informed revelation on what He is about to do or what He's planning on doing in this country. Many opportunities and banding together of like-minded people, whether in the ministry, family, personal relationships, business relationships, or contacts, in every sector of society, there will be many supernatural opportunities opening up. Amen? It is going to be great. And listen to this. It will last for a period of 7 to 10 years, almost this decade. So get yourself right now in a quiet place and listen to the voice of God. Listen to the wonderful Holy Spirit, and He will guide you every step of the way. When God gives you a vision, it means that He has qualified you. You just don't see it. If you don't feel it, if you cannot see how things are going to come about, that will be good because you know that it will take God and your cooperation with Him to bring things to pass. Just follow simple instructions. He's going to show himself mightily, powerfully, and strong in this decade. And nobody can take credit for this move of God. Amen? Because we will be so overwhelmed by his blessings, by his presence, by his love. So don't disqualify yourself and stop disqualifying others. Do not stop others from obeying the Lord 
or from being led by the Holy Spirit. Do not be a stumbling block. This unprecedented decade that we're in, people will be moved by the Holy Spirit. And many will not contend with flesh and blood any longer. They will stop leaning in their own understanding, but they will believe and obey God. They will move in power and authority, and whether you believe it or not, whether you obey or not, God is going to manifest Himself in this decade. Better exercise wisdom and store up treasures that cannot be destroyed in this decade. Personally, I expect and I already decided myself that this is a settled issue in my heart and in my mind. I expect this decade to be my most productive, most powerful, and fruitful years of my life and ministry. I, for one, will do my utmost best not to have any regrets, but I will believe God. I don't want to miss anything at this time, and I'm so excited. I have resolved this in my heart and in my mind, and the Lord gave me a glimpse of it, and I'm not going to let this thing go. And I wanted to encourage you to take a part of this. And if still you don't believe that you are qualified or that you deserve this or it's going to happen, continue on listening. For those who think that their ministry is to put church in order, or specifically to put me in my place, do not hold your breath. That is God's job, not your job. We all have the same ministry. Ministry of reconciliation, reconciling mankind back to God through and by the Lord Jesus Christ. So don't hold your breath and don't waste any time in unfruitful, unproductive work that only tickles your ego. What are you going to tell Jesus on Judgment Day? Don't be an enemy of the gospel or don't be a stumbling block. This move is too powerful for all of us to come against. Instead, yield to the Holy Spirit. And look at it this way. If you cannot stand anybody who is a Christian, just think that you'd rather that they want to serve God instead of the enemy of our God. So don't be a stumbling block. Those that are not against us, they are with us. So if you have a correcting ministry, or so you convince yourself, that is what the Pharisees and the teachers of the law did to Jesus. That's where their heart is. So ask God to replace your heart and give you a heart of flesh. And by the way, where this kind of ministry took you, you're still miserable. Even your family cannot stand you. There is no joy in your life or in your household. And it seems like people do not even recognize your gift. Let me give you a revelation. You can only give what you have. So if you don't have any compassion or unconditional love towards your brothers and sisters in Christ, then the scripture is very clear. Love never fails. 
That's why there are so many failings in the body of Christ, because it is the love walk. You can only give what you have. So if what you are offering or giving to people they do not want, pray and fast and be willing to yield to changes. You know what? It's not too late for you. Don't hold fast to doctrines or religiosity or high-mindedness. You know, it's really fun to obey God and to provide room for God's people to be at their utmost best. Jesus get excited about that. And you are missing a lot if you continue on having a correcting ministry, especially me. I've been uh, doing this for a long, long time, and I didn't apply for this job. You cannot make me yield to your demands. I don't even know you. So don't hold your breath. Instead of spending time on exposing other ministries and many other stumbling blocks, Focus on Jesus and you, and then everything else will follow. Major changes are coming. This is actually a warning for all of you that are in that kind of so-called self-appointed ministry. We already have witnessed a smidgen of what God can do when His people respond to Him and obey. Look at our country. In spite of all of us. The country continues to prosper. Why? United States of America has a calling, and United States of America has a unique place in leadership as a world power, as an economic power, and also as a spiritual giant and major financier in the kingdom of our God. That is what we're doing. That is why God continues to show mercy upon all of us. God is really a good God, and major changes, good changes, are coming upon the body of Christ because God gets all the glory. It will benefit His people, and it will benefit you as a messenger of the gospel. In Habakkuk chapter one verse five says, "Look at the nations and watch, and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe." Even if you were told, God made me see a lot of wonderful, awesome things that are happening in this country alone since 2015 about our federal government, and we're just seeing a smidgen of that. More, more amazing things are going to happen. So don't be a doom and gloom prophet, okay? Be a good news preacher. In Acts chapter thirteen, verses thirty-eight and forty-one, this is Paul and Barnabas. It says, "Therefore, my brothers, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is justified from everything you could not get justified from by the law of Moses. Take care of what the prophets have said." Does not happen to you, and here it is, forty-one. Look, you scoffers, wonder and perish, for I am going to do something in your days that you will never believe, even if someone told you, like Habakkuk chapter one verse five. Our flesh, just like Joshua and James covered several weeks ago, 
our flesh would always fight the major changes that are about to happen or are happening. Starting with your own lives, yield to it and embrace the changes. God has to clean our clock first, empty our minds and hearts from traditions of men, man-made doctrines, thinking, thinking. As I always continue to say, revelation is progressive. God is revealing many things in our days that was never been revealed in the past generations until now. God will address what is important to Him, the issues of the heart. We need to willingly embrace changes, and we will be willing if we know the outcome is what we want, if the conclusion or outcome or the result is good. Well, God is a good God, so let us trust God. He is faithful, and He remains faithful even the times that we have been unfaithful to Him. I think I shared with you in our previous broadcast, but this is worth repeating. Because it should not be our will. It should not be our plan. It should be the will of God. And we need to yield on the plan of God, especially His heart's desire. I shared with you last, uh, in last December, I went for a long drive by myself for the first time. From San Antonio to Arizona, a thousand miles, to spend time with God and to see my family in Glendale, Arizona. It was a wonderful time with the Lord. And during our discussion time while driving, I mentioned to the Lord that I really don't want to go back to the Philippines. I was grateful for thousands of lives got born again or saved, for much, much more those that were healed and got empowered by the Holy Spirit. But concerning leadership, you know, I explained my reasons to God, which he already know. But God wants us to discuss or share things with him anyway. It is called building a relationship with that someone. You spend time with that person. You talk and listen to that person. You think about that person. So this was one of those things in December. I told the Lord I didn't want to minister there anymore. You know, it takes usually 26 to 30 hours of flight. You spend a lot of time and resources to train leaders. They get excited, and then after I'm gone, they go back to the same thing over and over again. Their lives and ministry continue to go in circles. No supernatural fruits. And even those new converts, they attend their Sunday services and what they are being fed methods, systems, religiosity, instead of leading them to the Lord Jesus and get empowered by the Holy Spirit. So the Lord listened to my ranting and raving. And then, in a small, still, quiet voice, he said to me, Very well, Christina. Instead of going to the leaders, we can go to the youth and start them the right way and I will empower them through my spirit. So let us go back and let us raise a new generation of leaders in that country. 
I never thought about that. Let us raise a new generation of leaders who will hear me, who is going to put me first, and will be excited and would love my people. And that is why I am leaving this Monday. Do you understand? You can discuss to the Lord Jesus about your complaints. You can discuss things, your aspirations, your insecurities, the things that hurt you. You can discuss that with him until you start trusting him and letting him know that in spite of everything else, you will submit to him, you will put him first. He will talk to your heart. It may be different for you. He might visit you in a dream. He might give you a scripture. But you know that it is him who is talking to you. And also, because of the changes, because of the seven to ten years of plenty in this decade, I don't want to waste any more time because I mentioned to you, I resolved that this will be my best, my most productive years of my life. Last Friday, I held an impromptu training for the core team so that while I'm gone, they will be reminded about the season that we're in. And I shared with them new revelations and gave them new instruction from the Lord so that we will be productive 24-7. And now I am reminding you, we are in a new season now. Don't live your life the same old, same old, and you don't want to yield to changes. God can still use you. It's not too late. Do not lean in your own understanding, and in all your ways acknowledge the Lord, and he will direct your path. You do not need any man to teach you, but the Holy Spirit will teach you and guide you into all things. He will reveal Jesus to you and even tell you of things to come. This is one of those prophecies that came from the Holy Spirit. The next seven to ten years, we will experience a season of plenty. Obey Him and listen to His voice, only believe. For some of you that are listening and have many doubts swirling in your brain, you're not ready, you wanted to focus on what you want, you're not trained, It is not too late for you, as long as today is called today. Don't harden your heart. Yield to the changes and ask the Holy Spirit. If you're asking, is this too good to be true? If it's not from God, if it's from the world's standard, yeah, it may be true. But if it's from God and it's too good to be true, it means to say it is from Him because He is an almighty God. Let me take you to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 6 through 11, and you can read it in your own time. When God called Jeremiah to be a prophet, Jeremiah said, I'm too young, Lord, I can't do this. But God said, yes, you can. I am going to put words in your mouth. Was Jeremiah trained to be a prophet? No, not by men. But as soon as he received his appointment as a prophet over nations and kingdoms to uproot, to tear down, to destroy, and then to build and to plant. God opened his vision, his spiritual eyes, 
And it was the Spirit of the Lord who qualified him and trained him and gave him the word in the process. That's what is going to be in this decade. It cannot be done by our own abilities or even by our own understanding. It got to be from the Holy Spirit because it is supernatural after all. And I'm running out of time. Join us in our Sunday services. We are located at 8419 Callahan Road off I-10. Our Monday service starts at 1030. And if you cannot be there physically, we are live streaming at exactly 11 o'clock. You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and go to the live streaming, or we are on YouTube, and we are also on Spotify. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.